Today on the DJ Blaze Radio Show, we talk about Jeffrey Epstein again, R. Kelly again, a powerful snub, fallout from the brawl at the most magical place in the world, Meek Mill makes a major move, we talk about home wrecking hussies, we also get into our segments, what the fuck were you thinking, what fucking year is this, and our unpopular opinions. Let's start the show. It is in here. Gossip, music, news, entertainment, and heated discussions. The, the, the DJ Blaze Radio Show starts now. This is the DJ Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 What up, yeah. world? Yeah. It's your boy, Be Easy. Yo, it's Be Mac. And we're back for another episode of the DJ Blaze Radio Show Podcast. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Play Store, Podbean, uh, anywhere you get your podcasts absolutely free. Uh, welcome back, Be Mac. What's good? What's good? And uh, welcome back, listeners. Um, how was your weekend, beloved? It was straight, man. It was like I pretty much worked, so that was about it. Where you had to work on the site? On the site, they both. <laughs> I can't. I'm scheduled to work this Saturday coming up, man. So I feel you. Ooh, yeah. man. I ain't did shit this week. Well, I did do something. I went to a little meet and greet. Got kind of litty. Man, I was there extremely too long. Ugh. I'm still sleeping. <laughs> I'm so sleepy. In fact, I played the wrong song. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't intending on playing that instrumental, but hey. Yeah. But uh Yeah, we back. <sighs> yeah, we don't got no emails this week. No uh five star reviews. So uh, you know what I'm saying? I no voicemail. So if you want to leave us yeah. a voicemail, call us up 404-436-2370. Uh, leave us an email, djbladeshow at gmail.com. And, you know what I'm saying, we love them five-star reviews. It helps us out, you know, get advertising and all kind of shit. Um, and also, you know, you leave an email, your thoughts, you know, that give us at least 30, 45 minutes worth of talking. Unless shit, we got to mm-hmm. find out to talk about. So, but yeah. But uh, speaking of uh, businesses and shit, you know, we got a, a, a business, you know what I'm saying, want to shout out. You know, sponsor of sorts. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. Um, God damn. What am I? Let me find this read. Queen's Beauty Essentials. That's right. Y'all tired of shopping at them Koreans? You go in there. They accuse you of stealing. They follow you around. You know what I'm saying? Knock you upside your head. You know, call the police on you. Talking about you stealing rubber bands and shit or a bonnet. You don't got to fuck with them Koreans no more. Why? Because we got Queen's Essentials Beauty Supply. Queen's Crown Beauty Essentials. You know what I'm saying? Black-owned business. And they offer products for all hair types. They offer us they also offer hairstyling tools and accessories. All products shipped directly to your home. Check out Queen's Crown Beauty Essentials for all your hair care needs. And this, the uh website is long. I'm gonna leave the uh website in the show notes. It's stylistsolutions.pro with a whole bunch of other stuff. But I'm gonna leave the uh 
the uh, link to the website in the show notes. Because there's a whole lot of backslashes and forward slashes that you got to go through. But I'm going to leave that link so you can copy it. Go there, get you some. You know, if you're a dude, you know, you might need you some of them clippers at the barber. I got some of them clippers that the barber use to line you up. Them T-liner jumps, you can get some of them off of there. Edge control, ladies. You know, everything. Everything you get from the beauty supply store, you know, the salads or what have you, they got it there at uh, Queen's Crown Beauty Essentials. You know what I'm saying? They got that beard stuff. They you got know what all. I'm saying? They got it all, beloved. They got it all. So, uh, you know, stop shopping with the other man and shop with the brother man. The brother man. Yeah. Hey. But, uh, yeah, man. So, I guess we back for another week of uh, shenanigans and, and whatnot. Um, you know, news stories. What's the biggest thing you saw this week, B-Mac? You heard about, or were you too busy working? Well, I guess I would say the biggest, mm-hmm. uh, which isn't really that big to me, but the uh, Nicole Murphy. Huh, you I read that. Uh, you read my <laughs> mind, beloved. You read my mind. Nicole, she out here being a hot girl for the hot girl hot summer. Yeah, having her hot girl summer. At first, she said that, you know, it was a family friend thing. You know, we just family friends. We just showing affection. Lie. Yeah. Lie. Um, so then she had to come back and uh, apologize. Uh, she apologized and um, says, she said she didn't know that uh, Antoine Fuqua was married. Uh, wow. I, I don't even know the nigga and I thought he was married for some reason. I mean, I know, right. who, I know who he is. I didn't know he was married to Lila Rashawn or Rakan, however you say her last name. Sunshine, if you will. Um, but uh, yeah, I didn't know he was mad to her. What? Huh? Wasn't his wife on? Was it? What was that? Waiting to exhale or some shit? Oh, she was on a whole bunch of shit. She was on Waiting to Exhale. She played in uh, Harlem Nights. She played uh, the character yep. Sunshine. Yep. Um, what else? She was in a whole bunch of movies, man. She was in a whole bunch of movies, you know. Um, and I think it was like maybe like two months ago. Might have been either longer than that. It was like a picture, uh, like a newer picture of her or whatever. And, um, you know, she had gained weight or whatever. You know, ain't nobody knew. But, you know, she 51, year old, 51 years old or whatever. Um, so people was talking about her, you know, how she gained weight over the years or whatever. So when this little story came out or whatever, the pictures, some dudes was like, yeah, if your wife, if you um, married or whatever, ladies don't gain weight, your husband going to cheat. Um, ah, suck ass nigga. Yeah, they was on that bullshit. Um, and then what Martin came, said it was, huh? More cushion for the push. Um, that what Martin said. That what Martin. That, that sound like that what B Mac say. That what Martin say. <laughs> B Mac like a little, like a little, um, like a little. Uh, well, you just said a cushion for the pushing. So your cushion so, for so the you, pushing. So you, you, you about to embark on that lifelong journey. If your wife got a yeah, little man. got a little extra uh got a little extra meat, you wouldn't um you won't be opposed to that. No, because uh I don't know why, but in my history of you know, like actually being in a relationship, quote Which unquote, now, they, they don't matter. they don't matter, but my my whole thing was I was always what caught my eye was the petite Jones. 
like uh -huh. the you know the small you know what i'm saying but this is in high school this is my thinking in high school and even middle school you know what i'm saying i wasn't opposed to any i wasn't like you know oh if you over a certain amount or you thick or you got a big booty and all that shit like that i wouldn't i ain't gonna I'm cut you not saying I'm, that i ain't gonna I'm, i ain't gonna cut you off but i think i know where you're going but continue you 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 probably feel what i'm picking up but i'm picking up what you're putting um, down yeah so my thing was my theory was especially you know with the petite jobs i'm like if they gain any weight they got room. It's only going to be a plus. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. It's going to yeah. be a plus. Yeah, I um, I used to think like that too. Um, yeah, I used to think like that too. Um, you know, they just I, well, I would just be like, they got room to grow if they small. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? But <clears throat> you know, Lila had a room to grow. They say she has lupus or whatever. Um. I don't know how true Ooh. that is, but I know I know I don't know. Did, I don't think we mentioned this last week, um, because we you know we had to kind of rush through some stories or whatever to get you know because of time. But um, it was like as soon as the shit came out, she deleted all of her social media, which was Ooh, like Nicole Murphy. No, Lila Lila uh, Rakan or Rashawn, however you say her last name, Rashawn. She she deleted oh, okay. all of her social damn social media. The wife <laughs> did <laughs> can't get that shit out. Yeah, the wife did. Uh, but if <clears throat> if if like any one of them was smart, well, if Nicole Murphy was smarter, she wouldn't have said nothing either. Cause like thanks. Antoine Fuqua, he ain't said nothing. Lily Rashawn or Rakan, she ain't said nothing. And the only person who's been talking was um Nicole Murphy. She's made two statements. If she wouldn't have said nothing, by the middle of next would've week, it would have been something else. Everybody would have would have forgot about it. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, it was kind of like um, me and some dudes was talking yesterday. They was talking about the, they had bought up the Dwight Howard shit or whatever. Like, you know, because he did like an interview and he was like, um, he he. I didn't even watch that part, but he. I guess he mentioned the um thing when the, the trans guy, well, woman. Uh, I don't know how that person identified, but the trans individual came out and was like, um. You know, Dwight was in his DMs and they had a relationship or whatever. And it was like months ago, Dwight never said that. You know what I'm saying? He never defended himself or nothing. He just went about life. And it, and I was like, had he not said anything, mm -hmm. I had forgot about it. But once he mm -hmm. said something about it, I'm like, oh, yeah, that did happen. So if she wouldn't have said nothing, people probably would have forgot about it. You know what I'm saying? Lisa Ray, she came out and she was, I was like. just about to say something. Yeah, Lisa Ray was like, yeah, that's what she do. Like she 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 go she went after my husband too and then the brat came out and yep um said Talking something about she got receipts and shit yeah yeah oh yeah yeah cause um I, oh yeah cause she was Lisa Ray was married to the um um I, I don't know I guess prime minister or whatever she was the first lady of the Turks and Caicos basically and um and I guess Nicole Murphy went after him damn is that why she always wear white now who Lisa Ray. Yeah. No, nah, she she been wearing white. That been her thing always. Like she just always wear white. That was her thing. I can't lie. She looked good in that white. Yeah, she look man, she looked good in the paper sack. And she <laughs> she fit the one too. She looked good. She looked good in anything, dog. She man. looked good in the tall tee. Um yeah, she fit the one now. Yeah. I thought well, all of them fifty something. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't then, know, man. Like that—that that shit. Like, 
I don't know. But that's 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 like you married, man, and then Nicole Murphy walk up on you, bro. Like, well, speaking I mean, for myself, I wouldn't do shit. I would just take a picture, and that's probably it. I would, if, you know if, what I'm saying. If Nicole Murphy hollered at me, um, and I was in a relationship or whatever, I probably would. I probably, you know, what I'm saying, I really put that notch up under my belt as far as like she wanted to holler. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Really I too much. That. Ain't too much. Me and Nicole Murphy can do with her being 51, like, cause in about 10 years, all that shit about to fall all the way down. I'm sorry. She about to be yeah. 60, cuz. Like yeah. she gonna be getting up slower and slower every fucking morning. Like, you can't hit it too hard. She probably got something wrong with one of her hips. You know what I'm saying? Somebody was like, she 51, but her tit is 25. Like, <laughs> right. Like, I'm sorry. I mean, she look good and all that, but you know, I mean. It is what it is. Her daughter probably might, you know, twenty five or something like that. Like, you know what I'm saying? But, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's you know, it's flattering or whatever. She should have, she should have got with Shannon. Shannon was campaigning yeah. hard for. Her. Shannon was campaigning hard for. Her. He he just turned fifty. He in excellent shape. He on he popping on TV. He getting you know all say, oh, He getting uh Hennessy endorsements and all kind of shit, ain't it? Like black and mild black, endorsement. Yeah, like he 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 popping like, and really that what she needs. She need a nigga that you know, that coming up and they in the same age range. He he in the fitness. She in the fitness. That what she needs. She don't need nobody damn husband. Shannon Sharp can do well. I don't know if he got Antoine Fuqua money, but he ain't hurt. Man, Shannon Sharp got bread. Yeah, he got bread, and he on TV every day. Every yeah, Nicole, day. Nicole Murphy. Uh. She she should have stayed with Shannon. Maybe maybe it was something with her because Shannon was like he was in love. He had like he was in love with her on that show. So maybe it's something with her to why she's not um uh right. you know ain't married or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Hell, she, she you see she she ain't say shit else about it ever since they had that little gym or little yoga date. He ain't said a damn thing else about it. Somebody mentioned so it on the off. show maybe like two or three weeks ago. Somebody mentioned it on his show and he was just like, yeah, that's my friend or whatever. We just cool. We cool or whatever. You know what I'm saying? So he ain't really elaborated yeah. or nothing. You know what I'm saying? So maybe something with her. You know what I'm saying? Hell, she drove he Eddie the dick. Huh? He at least hit once. I don't even think he hit. I don't know. I don't man. think he hit. I don't think that's he hit. That's so sharp, man. I mean, yeah, but all right, so she... She like him. You don't think it a whole bunch of thirty somethings out here go, trying to get out to Shannon Sharp? Hell, you know Courtney love him, and she like vagina. That's true. That's true. But that's Nicole Murphy just to have that under your belt, bro. And you Shannon Sharp, but he ain't got like I say. Shannon Sharp probably you know old school player just to have just a perception for some people just a perception like you think he hit. That's all Shannon need for you to think he hit. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And, and actually, I. Uh, that always been my way of thinking, to be honest. You know what I'm saying? Because, and you know, like, even when I was younger, I always hung with, you know what I'm saying, guys that were older than me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because, you know, I I like to keep a a certain um, prestige about myself. Same way you are, you know what I'm saying? But in a, in a different spin, because I was always younger. I'm always the youngest. No matter how old we get, I'm always the youngest in the crew. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I was just always thinking like perception is everything. I don't have to say a damn thing. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? For you to draw up your own conclusions, that's on you. 
I I had I have shit like that happen to me all the time. Like, oh yeah, you you smashing so and so, you smashing so and so. I see y'all flirting and all. I'm like flirting, nigga. That my damn. Sometimes it be like my family and shit. Motherfuckers be thinking like, damn, but right. But um, but yeah, man. So I wonder how. I wonder what does she like. I guess she get money from like uh Eddie Murphy from being married or something. Um, well, she's still getting Eddie money. Yeah, so maybe that's how she maintained it. But like, I know her social media presence kind of heavy as far as like Instagram and shit. But other than that, I don't know what she got going on. Uh, I hope that don't is it she off? She off basketball wise, or she still on? She was on basketball I mean, wise. Not not basketball wise. What wives that shit was? Yeah, Real Housewives of LA or something. Shit, I don't know. Some shit like that. She was on the show. Let me see. She was on a reality show. One of them wives. She was one of them damn wives. I don't know which one. I'm gonna see if I can pull it up. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think. Somebody yelling it into the end of their damn headphones right now. She was on such and such. She was on such and such. I ain't lying. Um, Shout out to you. Model. Blah blah blah. Um. I'm about to Google which wife. I'm sure it don't. It, I'm looking on her IMDb. I mean, on her, um, it don't say what TV show. Was. She got a jury collection. Hmm. Okay. Never heard of. Oh, it says Hollywood Exes. Oh, okay. And as soon as you say that, I see it up here. Yeah. Oh, her 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 real last name Mitchell. Well, yeah. She, okay, yeah. She, she she still keep that Murphy though. Mm-hmm. You think Eddie's still hitting that jump sometimes? Nah, Eddie is Eddie married or about to be? He is. Son, I seen you know what a highlight the highlight of my week this week uh-huh. was I was watching Netflix and um Jerry Seinfeld, he got a little series on Netflix called Comedians and Cars. Getting coffee, yeah. <laughs> and he had um everybody else, like little uh episode is maybe max like 20 minutes or whatever. Yeah, that Eddie's on about 45 Murphy. minutes, ain't it? Yeah, he had Eddie <laughs> Murphy on that bitch. And that shit was crazy. That yeah. shit was just amazing to see. Cause you don't see Eddie Murphy on shit like that no more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I <clears throat> he got to though, cause I know I think he um supposed to have a stand up special on Netflix or something. But um, that's yeah. what I heard. Like he he trying to get back out there. Uh, did he just mention that on there? He and mentioned it, it on there. He was yeah. like he want to get back to work and all that shit. And he was like, if you think I ain't got it, you good. You know he went in his little spill and that shit was funny. Even looking at that shit, so I was like, oh yeah, I'm hyped. He sold me. I'm ready. Yeah. Eddie Murphy is, in my mind, the greatest of all time. Mm. Greatest of all time, man. That's before Bernie Mac, because Eddie reigned before Bernie Mac and all that. Yeah, I ain't going to give it to Bernie. Bernie, uh, Bernie good. I mean, Bernie was, I guess, great or whatever. But he ain't. He in my top five. Who, Bernie Mac? Yep. Comedian, let me see my top. Well, who your top five if you can name them off? I, you know, it's hard to do a list right off the top of your head. But who all right. top five? Eddie Murphy sitting at the top. Number two, I'm gonna give it to Damn. Ooh, 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 ooh. 
Uh, mm, I'm sorry. He a legend. I got to give it to him. Cat Williams, mm-hmm. number two. Um, number three, as far as comedians, doing stand-up. That's what we say. That's what we talking about. Yeah, just stand-up, not TV shows and nothing like that. Right. Uh, number three, I got to give it to... Mm-mm-mm. I'll give it to Eddie Griffin. Okay. Number four, I'm going to go Bernie Mac. Number five, I'm going to go Eric Spears. Wow. He threw me for a loop with that. Eric Spears ain't in my top 25. The boy good, man. He good, but he... he uh, it seemed like a lot of his jokes is just setting up a, a um an impression of DMX or Jay Z or LL Cool J. Well, well, I could substitute my number five for. I, 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 we ain't got time for substitutions. No, no, I got a substitution. No, I mean, I, I mean, that's fine, that's fine, that's your top five. That's your top five. That that you know, I'm just shit talking on your on your fifth one. Uh, I'm gonna go, go Martin. You got worse. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I do not like Martin stand up. That's your personal top six. Okay, that's fine. I just don't like it. My top. You might not like like my top five. You know what I'm saying? So you gonna go there red? Nah, I gonna go red. Fox. Fo- red Fox a little bit too far before my. Even though I did see a, uh, it was a um, stand up of Red Fox. It was on Facebook. I watched like a couple weeks ago, and it was just him doing like a whole bunch of jokes, walking around smoking a cigarette. She was funny. It was dirty as hell, but it was funny. But I, I, I ain't too well versed on all of his comedy like that. His stand up. Uh, my top five. I don't know if it is in no particular order, but Chris Rock, Dave Chappelle. Ooh, damn, I forgot about that. Yeah, Dave, that Dave Chappelle. Substitution. Um, now nah, you're done. Um, Patrice O'Neill. I was thinking him. Um, damn, who else? I I gotta throw Cat in there. Cat one of my favorites, dog. Yeah, and Kat, we saw him live. And we saw him live. Cat one of my favorites. Um, damn, who who would be in my fifth person in my top five? Dave probably my my number one though. The rest of them ain't in no particular order. I don't um, understand how I forgot about both Dave Chappelle and Chris Rock. Yeah, I don't, they obviously not your top five. Like when they you talk, are, about, hold up, hold up. Here's the thing: if 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 I say who's your top five favorite rappers, who your top five favorite rappers? Kendrick, J. Cole. Um, All right, you said um, so that ain't yeah, a list. Yeah. That ain't a list that you got off the top of your head all the time. But them first, you said you you did say it before we started naming comedians. You was like it, it would be tough. No, but I, what I'm saying is most of the time the first two whatever list come out the first two or three people you say is your real favorites. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like if, if you say if you say um. A list like you'd be like top my top rappers, whatever you know what I'm saying. Jay Z 3000 and Red Man or Scarface, them four gonna come off all the time, straight. You know what I'm saying. My fifth gonna fluctuate, but them four, them always gonna be in my four off the top of my head because that's a strong four. They're my favorites, you know what I'm saying. But when you said your comedians, you ain't even thought about Dave Chappelle or Chris Rock. That's the thing that fucked me up because, like, shit, like. 
I always and I always say they are legendary. I always say that. And when we was on the show, me and you was talking about Dave Chappelle and Chris Rock stand-ups on Netflix. I don't know how that shit left my mind. Yeah. Um, I don't know who my fifth comedian is. Um, it's a lot of people over the years that I like. I tell you, I tell you one thing. When it's all said and done. Kevin Hart won't be in even he won't even be in the top ten, but he is good. He's just too polished now, I guess. He too. You can't be too polished. What do you mean by too, too polished? I mean he too mainstream. Like you got like, is Kevin I Hart mean, more mainstream than Chris Rock? Chris Rock is going to be controversial. Chris, Chris Rock put out a movie called Pootie Tang, dog. You know, yeah, he's going to be he's going to be controversial. Pootie Tang is not controversial. It was a silly ass movie. I'm talking about as far as his stand up. Okay, I got you. I got you. You know what I'm saying? Kevin Hart, he's going to muddle the line. He won't even muddle the line. He's just going to stick to talking about his kids, his ex wife, uh, all that shit. But the damn deer, bro, and all some other shit. But hold up, though. You don't like everybody can't talk about that that type of stuff, though. Like, especially like you, you don't want no comedian to talk about that shit and they don't know about it. You know what I'm saying? Then it ain't gonna true. You know what I'm saying? Like Chris Rock really be talking like he really is on that uh like social shit, Dave Chappelle too. You know what I'm saying? Who else? Like um Eddie Griffin, he like leaned toward the conspiracy theory type shit. You know what I'm saying? Like Cat Williams, he talk about the shit, but his shit just in a whole different more like yeah. hood way or whatever. Like so I don't want I don't want Kevin Hart talking about that shit. You know what I'm saying? What would you think? What would you want Kevin Hart to talk about? What would make Kevin Hart funny to you? I ain't saying he not like he funny. He um, funny, but he ain't like. It's just something about it that just don't feel he fu- genuine. <laughs> I mean, he funny, but I think he just like the last one I watched. I think he On just. Netflix. Um, I think he might be a little too. Why you say on Netflix? That's the last one I saw. The one on Netflix. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, I thought you were saying yeah. like, oh, okay, I got you. Um, I don't know. I he uh, I forgot what I was saying. But the last one I watched, it 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 didn't. I don't know. It didn't connect with me because I guess maybe because he's so rich, like it's hard for. I don't know how I can I say. Like a lot of times, comedians be more funny when they have like a certain kind of struggle. And like yeah. they dealing with that pain, or whatever, and they're coming out. Like Kevin Hartman rich so long now until like it seemed like it's hard to uh for him to get that connection or whatever, right? So like the shit he talk about, like most like you say, he talk about his family and shit, right? So a lot of times like his family on de- ain't dealing with the same kind of problems like they used our to fam- right? Yeah, they used to. Like a-, a lot of their shit can be solved with money or whatever. Or his like I think one of his jokes was like he um his Kids now realize how much money they got, so that's like the struggle for him to keep them humble or some shit like that. Like I can't relate to that shit, you know what I'm right. saying? But like, even though Chris Rock is super paid too, the shit that he talk about in his com- comedy, he kind of make it relate to people. Like he had a joke one time. He was talking about like I think I said it on the show some years ago, or whatever, right? But he was talking about how um, like him, he like one of he considered one of the greatest comedians of all time. In his like, so he live in his neighborhood. He live in the neighborhood 
I think he said Jay Z got a house and had a house in the neighborhood. Mary J. Blige had a house in the neighborhood, right? Like he one of the greatest comedians of all time. Jay Z like considered one of the greatest rappers of all time. Mary J. Blige considered one of the greatest singers of all time. You know what I'm saying? He was like his next door neighbor is just a white dentist. And he ain't the greatest white dentist of all time. He just a white dentist. Like that's that's the difference between being black and white in America. You know what I'm saying? Like he made that shit into where like these motherfuckers super rich and super paid, but I can relate to that. Him being black and still being on the top of everything, just a regular ass yeah. white motherfucker live next to him. You know what I'm saying? Like he made yeah. that shit relatable without making me feel like damn these niggas super rich. You know what I'm saying? Like Exactly. I don't know if Kevin Hart, you know what I'm saying, got that. And I ain't really watched his I didn't watch his last stand up. Um but I don't know if he got that. You know what I'm saying? Like he ain't he he really ain't got the the struggle like that. He got a Nike endorsement deal. Like he on some other shit. Right. I don't mind seeing him act at the fool act the fool in movies. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm gonna probably right. see that new Jumanji John. I, I might wait till it come to uh, HBO or some shit, but I'm gonna watch it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I watched the last one. He was funny in that shit, like how he be acting. Um, yeah. Even like in interviews, he funny. Like, he was talking about, um, I don't know if he was on the Breakfast Club or whatever. And he was like, um, he was doing shit for a movie. And so he read the lines or whatever. So, like, he got the line down or whatever. So he said the, the line, and the line had something about being in a facade but he was like he never read the word facade so to him it looked like facade so he right. said the line he was like yeah 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 I'm not putting on a facade and, and they was like up oh, cut um, Kevin so and so you know what I'm saying just how he like told the story that shit was funny yeah. you know what I'm saying so he's still funny but I don't know yeah. how relatable he is now maybe he got to like get his comedy you know his stand up back up maybe I'll go that'll be something I do is watch the last stand up he put out but Bruh, on Netflix, when you watch it, the, I mean, the only funniest part that was relatable was he was down, you know, he got a, a, a you know, it, it was like he got, you know how you place like little booby traps in your house or whatever. Some people have knives, some yeah. people have guns, uh-huh. you know what I'm saying? And he was just going through the different scenarios of where he would place it whether it's under the couch mm-hmm. or in the kitchen, in the bathroom, in the laundry room, all that shit. Yeah. And he was just playing out different scenarios. Uh, that was the funniest part of the whole stand-up. Yeah, I, I didn't see Because that one didn't come out like a couple weeks ago, a month ago or something like that, the last one? Yeah, the one on Netflix, that was about that was his Netflix special. Probably about two months ago, bro. Yeah, but, I mean, he got like a couple on Netflix, though. Like a couple like new ones, too. Like he had one oh, a while before. Yeah, he had one before. That one, I know he had a recent one, but you know who my fifth favorite is? I ain't gonna say he the top or greatest of all time or nothing. And this is out of left field. And when you said that about Netflix, that made me think about his special. He from South Carolina, from Bennettsville, South Carolina. My man, Aziz Ansari. Aziz Ansari. That's my <laughs> dude. He's so fucking funny to me, man. Like how he act and talk. Like, yeah. he, like, kind of like he act like he kind of goofy acting and shit, but the shit be funny. But then he like no like black shit. Like he, he yeah. I, I, I like how he talk and act, and he ain't he don't he don't he don't mind like being like the nerd, the nerdy guy, or whatever, like the uncool guy, or whatever. You know what I'm saying? But he funny right. though. So he's he he put out a stand up special maybe like two weeks ago on Netflix, uh-huh. and, and that shit was funny, man. It was funny. It he was. he had a joke. He was like cussing and shit. 
and he was talking about fucking or whatever. And it was like a dude with his two sons in the audience, and his son, they was on the front row. It was like 10, the, one of the sons was like 10 years old. And he was like, just, it was like, cuz he's like, yo, and like, you know how you make them noises and shit? Like, whoa, yeah. yo, that shit was just so fucking funny. Like, and the little boy just looked so uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, he looked so uncomfortable, man. Like, he did a couple. Even in his show. Even yeah. in his show, he funny, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, talking about the um the one the, the Netflix show. Um Yeah. Master of None. That show, I love that show, man. Bro, I love his that show. dad have me rolling yeah. every fucking And that's his real parents, I think, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a, yeah that's that he in, he in my top five man. I'm sorry y'all. You know you wanted me to say uh, Richard Pryor, uh, right. Bernie Mac, or DL Hughley, or Cedric Entertainer. No, Aziz, I'm sorry, is in my top five comedians, <laughs> right alongside Patrice O'Neal and Dave Chappelle <laughs> and Chris Rock. <laughs> and bro, you know who Williams. coming up there, bro? You know who coming up there? My nigga, and I feel like I know this nigga, man. DC Young Fly, I fuck with Cuz. I ain't, I ain't never really seen too much of his stand up, stand up like that. So I'm gonna have to check out his stand up. You never stand-up. seen the 85 South show? Yeah, but I ain't never seen him do like stand up too much. Like the only clips I ever see of them is like they going in on the audience. It's all three of them on there. I never seen him like come out and do like a whole set. You know what I'm saying? Not too much. So yeah, yeah, good, man. yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, damn, we how we get into that? Talking about Eddie Murphy. Yeah, Eddie Murphy, and then we went into the comedians. Yeah, but uh, that's, hold, that's, on, back, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh-huh. When you was talking back to Kevin Hart, we was talking about he's not relatable. It's completely. He went so far. You know how some comedians tell a joke about, oh, when you're rich, you make a joke about, oh, you know, uh, uh, something about my Bentley or some shit like that, and they make a joke about that, like comedians not being relatable. Yeah, Kevin Hart still did it anyway. This nigga tried to make a joke about his house funny, talking about uh, on the what now um, stand up when he had like the little, uh, what the fuck, the raccoon shooting his gun at him and disappearing into the dark and talking about how long his driveway was. I ain't seen it like that. Like, I'm like, bro. Yeah, it's a way, it's a way they can do it, you know what I'm saying, and not make you feel. Dumb or uh, bad, like, like Dave Chappelle, like he said, he said some shit, like he was like, um, I'm good at it, like he was just basically like, I'm good at this. He was like, I'm so yeah. good at this that I can tell you the punchline to the joke and you still won't it's see it coming. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So he was like, the punchline <laughs> is, so I kicked in the pussy. I kicked it right in the pussy or whatever, right? <laughs> and that shit was funny. So he telling this long ass story or whatever. And when it came the payoff at the end, man, that shit was so fucking hilarious. Like he told you the punchline, and then yo, like that's a talent, man. Like I, I went and saw really? him um in person when he was in Columbia, like, and see that nigga like just be on stage and the way he walked around the stage, the way he like stood there, like you know what I'm saying, just took his time and. Told smoking story, a cigarette, smoking a cigarette, pausing, and all kind of shit like that. Like you don't get that good without like putting the time in, and some of it is natural ability too. But like it's it's a lot of time to be that comfortable on stage and to know like like with that joke, like you know this shit gonna hit, even though you gave the punch. I gave you the, like I know this shit gonna. I know y'all niggas gonna laugh. 
I know when to, I know when to stop talking to let y'all laugh. So I'm gonna stop talking for a little bit and y'all laugh. Now I'm about to start talking again. Like he good like that. Like Kevin Hart funny, hey. but he ain't. I don't. Yeah, he ain't on. He ain't on that. He ain't on that level. He ain't on, he that, ain't level. on that note. He's by far. By yeah. far, bro. Yeah. Jamie Foxx a good stand up comedian. He is. Yeah, it was a um something going around on Twitter, or whatever, saying like who was better, uh, Jamie Foxx or Childish Gambino. And like, I don't know what young motherfucker came up with that shit. Like, Childish Gambino, he got some some good shit. You know, he on his way up. You can't but compare them to. Yeah, you can't. You can't compare them to. He got some like Atlanta, one of my favorite shows. Uh, Childish put out some good music, but Jamie Foxx was Ray. Jamie Foxx yeah. was so much a Ray until you thought that was Ray singing on um, Gold Digger. That really was Jamie Foxx. <laughs> Like that's how good a Ray that nigga is, but anyway, I digress. He's strong. Yeah, he's man. strong, man. Speaking he, of rich niggas, a... oh, because we gotta move along. We've been talking about go this ahead. shit for forty minutes. Uh, okay. Speaking of rich niggas, uh, Fifty Cent, you know he got the show Power, and last week we were talking about Emmy nominations and shit. Um, but after quietly being snubbed for the past five years for his hit series Power on Stars. Uh, which we, well, we all know it features a predominantly black class. I mean, cast. He's finally fed up and speaking out. I like to say it was racial. Uh, that's the easy way to get out of the things. Uh, the executive producer of the series shared during a panel discussion on Friday at the Television Critics Association press tour. Uh, people who are running and connecting to these ceremonies are not necessarily cool people. I sound like 50 a little bit, don't I? Uh, 50 said... He experienced being passed over for his hard work during his music career, especially when his debut studio album, Get Rich or Die Trying, was released in 2013. Uh, this project is the same material I use for my music. I didn't receive an award for Best New Waters when I had the largest debut for a hip-hop album. I sold more records for a first album today. I look at it in the same. I'm going to make the numbers. The viewership before we're done with it, they'll be looking around saying, yeah, we fucked up again. You bit. Uh, power creator <laughs> Courtney Kemp also expressed her disappointment in being snubbed, but also expressed her happiness that the show was nominated for the NAACP award. Uh, so, yeah, uh, yeah, Power coming back August 25th. And the first half of the season will air with 10 episodes. Um... Yeah, damn, I, I never paid that no attention that Power didn't get an award for anything. Like, they could have got, like, nominated for, like, Best Music or something. Like, that intro hard. I'm sorry, that intro Big Rich hard. Town. Yeah, then they got that's a remix. The, that's the hardest intro to a fucking TV show in the history of TV shows. No. It's, some, it's a hard song. It's a hard song, though. But you got some... What can top Big Rich Town, bro? It's a bigger world. How'd I say it go? In this day and age. Yeah. Love and intention the grand design. Some people say <laughs> it's even harder to find. Nigga, that's classic right there. Bill Cosby had a new Bill Cosby had a new song every every fucking season. You know what I'm saying? True. But it ain't had no words. Nigga, all I gotta say is when you walk through the garden, motherfuckers know what I'm talking about. Nigga, that's that wire right there, son. Yeah, Big Rich Town harder than that. Harder than the Wire song? 
Yes. You crazy, nigga. It's a good song, though. I ain't gonna lie. That is a good song, though. The beat hit everything. I ain't lying. Yeah. Even the visual is like... Yeah, it is. That's that's why when like uh, Empire came out, I was hesitant to watch it because I was like, yo, this shit look just like um, Power. This shit look just like Power, but... But yeah, so yeah. they do deserve something. I mean, it is an entertaining show. It's better that... that I want to do um, Empire get nominated for shit. They probably do. Because if Empire get nominated for shit, Power should get nominated for some shit. Other, well, yeah, I mean, NAACP award, you know, that's our shit. Cause power, yeah, you can't sit on the NAACP. Yeah, yeah, because power, power is better than, uh, better than Empire. Empire, by yeah, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, Damn monkey suit. Yeah, that killed me. That blew my socks off, boy. <laughs> yeah, I know I took it back about seven years with that phrase, but yeah, that shit blew me. Um, <laughs> let's see what else happened in this in the industry. Uh, you mentioned um, Real Housewives, them shows. You know uh, Cynthia Bailey off of Housewives of Atlanta? Yeah. Well, she's dating. I know he used to be on ESPN. I don't know what he on now. He probably still on one of them. Um, oh, he's on Fox Sports 1. Uh, Mike Hill. He's uh he he proposed to Cynthia Bailey at the Bailey Wine Cellar. Oh, that's a new hold up. Damn. Oh, that's her new business. Bailey Wine Cellar in Atlanta. See how long that lasts. Um he he proposed to her at the grand opener of that. So shout out to them. Um Michael Hill. Mike Hill, yeah. Google that nigga, man. You done seen him on uh ESPN. He used to be on Sports Center. You know what I'm saying? Shit like that. I don't know why I'm thinking about the dude that used to be on that um, show with Jamil, but that's not him. He already that's there. Michael. That's Michael Smith. Yeah. Okay. Mike Hill is the other. What I mean, you know, it's like it's a lot of black dudes on ESPN now. So yeah, you have to Google them to see. But yeah, I wonder. Like, oh, I see. Yeah, it's like I ain't saying nothing against him or her. You know, he bought her five carat ring, so he got bread. But like. Cynthia was with uh, what my man named Peter. I wonder if she like dark skinned man. No, not <laughs> like what dark skinned niggas. Mike Hill ain't dark skinned though. No, I'm, no, I'm just saying. It's just I'm looking at this picture and they're just standing like beside each other, but not really. Like, all right, you know, I like when somebody be like super fine when they down when they like growing, going through their life or whatever, right? And like they get fucked over by a whole bunch of like ain't shit dudes, and then finally the good, the real good dude come along, and he like kind of corny, but he ain't really corny, corny. And now she just mm-hmm. go with the, with that dude. You know what I'm saying? That kind of that kind of remind me of that because he ain't it the coolest, me of Sierra. huh? It reminds me of Sierra. It kind of do, but Russell Wilson ain't like corny like that. Like I heard some shit about him. Well, this dude is definitely like a point, Dexter. Yeah, like he he like a nigga. He seemed like a like he ain't Bomani Jones. Like Bomani seemed like a real cool nigga. This nigga seemed like he be hanging around the cool niggas. You know what I'm saying? But I know I can't say that because I heard him on his podcast. He sound pretty cool on his podcast though. He do got like a podcast where they talk about different shit. But yeah, shout out to them though. Shout out to them. Yeah, shout out to them. Yeah, she was she almost about to be over that hill, boy, trying to settle down. 
She wastes a lot of years with motherfucking Peter goofy ass. Damn. Peter opening bars and shit. <clears throat> now she got a real nigga. Shout out to Mike Hill. Get him a super. <laughs> get him a supermodel. <laughs> uh, I guess we'll keep it in that same vein with love and marriage and all kind of shit. Kendrick Lamar, my nigga, and his high school sweetheart Whitney Alford. Uh, they had a baby, baby girl on Friday. Yeah. Shout out to Kendrick, man. Yeah. Shout out to Kendrick and the family. Yeah, that's your boy. Oh, he thirty two and she thirty three. Damn, Kendrick Lamar thirty two. Lord. Hold on, the couple has been engaged since 2015. Oh, they're not married yet. Mm. Living in sin. This <laughs> got a just having that baby out of wedlock. Okay, all right. But hey, you rich, do whatever. Then he buy his sister like a, a Toyota Camry or something like that. A niggas got in his ass about that shit. Like they was mad. Yeah. 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 That nigga shit. I'll take a camera. Fuck that. I ain't lying. Yeah. Um, I guess we're getting to some. Did we talk about Soldier Boy last week getting out of jail? I don't recall. Well, he got out of jail last week. Um, and they say he's been um, focusing on change. I think we did say that. We did mention that he was getting out of jail early, uh, maybe a couple weeks ago, because of overcrowding in the jails. Um, but since he's been home, he's uh, been focused on changing his surroundings. And, uh, you know, he's had said he has had an eye-opening experience. And so people close to him said he kicked out a whole bunch of people out of his house. You know what I'm saying? So especially since he got robbed, they took his phone and took uh over seven hundred thousand dollars in jewelry money and other personal items. Oh, he, he really fumigated the house. Yeah, he fumigated the house, boy. Say he <laughs> felt like it was an inside job. And so he got them people out of there, so that's always a good thing when you that's the first thing you gotta do. You gotta get rid of them people who yeah. who ain't who don't mean no good. They just mooches or whatever. Yeah. Um <sighs> so shout out to that nigga. Where was shout I? Shout out to Soldier. Yeah. Guess we get into Draco. Some, Big Draco. Yeah, Big Draco. Remember last week we talked about Jeffrey Epstein or Epstein, or however you say this nigga name. Um and remember we said that uh we was like, yeah, somebody might put a hit on him. Or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he was found in a cell on Tuesday, nearly unconscious, oh, with injuries to his neck after a possible suicide attempt. I don't think it was suicide. I think it was that hit. Uh, Epstein yeah. was discovered by guards sprawled out on the floor at the Metro- at Metropolitan Correctional Center, where he's being held without bail on sex sex trafficking charges, according to law enforcement sources. Uh, the billion, billionaire financier was taken to a nearby hospital. It's unclear how Epstein suffered his neck injuries. Investigators believe Epstein may have done it to himself, either on purpose or as a ploy to get transferred out of the jail. Uh, it was also possible that Epstein was attacked by another inmate, the sources added. Epstein was busted July 6th on sex trafficking and conspiracy charges for allegedly sexually abusing underage girls at his Manhattan townhouse and his $12 million estate in Palm Beach uh, between 2002 and 2005, he pleaded not guilty to the charges and appealed the judge's decision to keep him behind bars pending the trial. Um, yeah, because they was trying to get him to, um, I guess his, his lawyers or whatever, was trying to get him on house arrest at his mansion. Um, I was listening to one podcast and it was like, you can, like, they know where the house is or whatever, where all the shit went down. It's like in Central Park or whatever. 
in some yeah. of the biggest houses in Central Park in New York, and like you could see it or whatever. Um, it was like it's the biggest house. Like, it ain't like so elaborate, like it stands out there, but it is the biggest house there, whatever. Like so, and he wanted to go home there and be on house arrest, and they're like, nope. So let him keep his ass in jail. They should have put that nigga on Rikers Island or something, shit. Let right. Him, let him do some Khalif Browder type shit, nigga. How they did him. Um. So yeah, hopefully he don't kill himself. Um. Maybe he can get beat up some more. Yeah, maybe get beat up some more before he go to jail forever. Uh, speaking of jail forever, you know we've been talking about R. Kelly a lot lately because after he's been um arrested, did you did you see what the, the, the uh, his handler said? You said what? I said, did you see what happened with his uh, handler, R. Kelly's uh, what was it? What's the crisis manager? I'm talking about when he said one thing and then turned around and came back and said, "Oh, I didn't mean it like that." Yeah, that guy, uh, Daryl Johnson, Darrell or Daryl Johnson. Um, he was a member of his inner circle, and he, yeah, he did an interview with Gail King on Monday, CBS This Morning. Um, and he told her that you know he's not doing well in custody. And she asked him, would he um would he allow his daughter to be around R. Kelly? I think his daughter like 20, 21 or twenty two, something like that. And he was like, basically was like, hell no. Hell no. Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> and that nigga was like, no, I wouldn't want my daughter to be around no pedophiles. And then he had to come back. Um <laughs> Yeah, he said, absolutely not. I wouldn't leave my daughter with anybody that's accused of pedophilia. Period. Period. You knew you done fucked up, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, she said, he said, uh, I'll say it again. Anyone that's accused of being a pedophile, he was strong on that. But uh, he came back and he was like, um, I think he said something about the editing. And then he was like, um, he was like, he would let his daughter be around R. Kelly or whatever now. He he switched up. He's like they basically fucked up. But yeah, that, they, somebody said, "Yeah, we are gonna stop this check if you don't clear this shit up." <laughs> yeah, that's all that basically happened. But shit, that money drying out. Everybody on the run, um, running from the he, only people gonna be left in his corners. Them two girls, um, that's it. Them two girls that live in his uh, house or whatever. Because like we said, like uh, on the thing I listened to or where we played last week, like forty girls and. You know, he 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 flew one girl, he flew one girl out or whatever, and she was underage, so that's another crime. So yeah, he, he won't be too long for R. Kelly, man. You know what bugs me about this shit the most? What's that? Is that you got people that say, Oh yeah, they doing all this shit to R. Kelly, blah, blah, blah. But if it's a white dude and Blah blah blah. I'm like, either way it go, it's still fucking wrong. Yeah, like even if it, even if the conspiracy is true, like motherfuckers be like, like you say, like they're trying to steal our legends. They're trying to take our legends' legacy. All right, let's say he they did re- it himself. Yeah, let's say they really are trying to fuck with his legacy or whatever. You want this nigga to be free just because it was, it's a nigga conspiracy? Like the white man like made him fuck the fourteen year old and, and videotape it and leave right. the leave the videotapes in the open for motherfuckers to see. Like okay, People even if are that so damn yeah dumb. yeah even if that was true like 
And what? Okay, yeah, let's get this nigga off the streets. Because he only fuck like, it, that's the crazy shit about it. Like, he only fucking black little girls. It ain't like he was fucking, like, all girls or that. It was just only black girls. You know what I'm saying? That's that's, that's that's so fucking fucked up. And I don't even have a daughter, and I feel like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's fucking crazy, bro. Yeah. Like, like, <clears throat> and like you say, like, you, how do you not want him to go to jail? You don't even got to have a kid. Like, um, it was one comedian was like, um, he, he was telling the joke. He was like, uh, motherfuckers say shit like, I'll die for, I'll die for your, I, no, you say some shit like, I'll die for my kids or whatever. It was like, that's the dumbest shit you can ever say. Like, motherfucker, I'll die for your kids, and I ain't never even met them. Like, how can you not have any kind of feeling about these little girls, even if you don't know them or not? Black, white, right. or whatever. Like, this nigga, like, taking advantage of kids or whatever. Whether or not they got paid off or whatever. Like, I heard somebody say that to me, too. They was like, oh, them girls, parents sold them or whatever. Like, so what? That still, so still don't make it still right. Wrong. Yeah. I recently learned what the fuck the man that was because of some fucking R. Kelly shit, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo, like, it's crazy shit like this. Like, you never know that. Like, oh, shit, that's illegal. Kind of like, you know what I'm saying? We Like, on this show, we were talking about rape and all kind of shit like that for a long ass time. Not because we liked having discussions about rape, but because niggas be raping and, like, you be like, oh, shit, that's illegal? Like, oh, I didn't know that. Like, oh, shit, oh, shit. So- if I, I didn't get, know I could put my dick in her mouth while she sleep. Like, nigga, no, you can't do that. Like, that's a charge. Like, even like with dudes, like, even if you, like, the fact that you can't consent when you drunk, that ain't just a help for women. That's a help for dudes, too, because niggas get drunk and taken mm-hmm. advantage of, too. You know what I'm saying? Like, so take all of that shit in. Like, learn some shit. Yeah, Especially I never, you, Easy, you went through it, brother. Yeah, B, you did that. So hopefully you won't have to go through that. You know Shit. what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? But um, yeah, man, I just try to like learn from air, all everybody's experiences and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh shit, if I record myself having sex with somebody, um, don't take the tape to the basketball court where niggas know that it's sex tapes in my, in my duffel bag so they can take the fucking tapes. Even if you the, fucking dummy, you dumbass. Like you wanted to get caught. Like just goofy shit like that, man. Goofy shit like that. Don't make it. And this nigga. Don't say shit to the iCloud. Don't say shit to the cloud. That happened too with this girl. I ain't really talk about this. Um, this was a few weeks ago. It was a well, yeah. We didn't talk about it. It was it was a young singer, or whatever. Her uh, iCloud got hacked, and um. Somebody like contact was like, yeah, I got your pictures or whatever, your naked pictures, and I'm gonna put them out um, if you don't pay me or whatever. So instead of her paying the person, she went ahead and put out the like topless photos herself or whatever. You know what I'm saying? So Whoopi Goldberg on the View, she was like, um, you know what I'm saying? We know you want to take them pictures, but how about you know what I'm saying, young girls, y'all just can't take the pictures like because it, them shits gonna get out. Eventually or whatever. Matter of fact, it was around the same time um, Aisha Curry said that shit about her sending news to um, Steph Curry or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, Whoopi was just like, basically like, don't take them pictures because motherfucker, if you famous and you taking them pictures, somebody going to hack your phone and them shit's going to get out in public. So just uh, chill out with that shit. You know what I'm saying? And I mean, I can't fault Whoopi for saying that shit because... Motherf- I, man, I done seen so many naked pictures of, uh, and videos of, of, of women or whatever. Like, motherfuckers just don't know how to act with that shit. 
Motherfuckers don't know how to act with that shit. But anyway, uh, just like R. Kelly don't know how to act. Um, damn, what else we got going on this week? Did you see that big fight at like Disney World or whatever? Nah. You didn't see that video? See what video? About Disney World? Well, in Disneyland, it was a big ass fight. It was a um Hell no. I it was a big ass shit. it was a big ass Negro. And he was like fighting this um hefty looking black chick or whatever. Like he was swinging on her hard, right? And um and like then like another chick like tried to like stop him or whatever and you know he wouldn't stop fighting her and then the two chicks started got into it and it was an older lady and she really couldn't hardly walk and somebody bumped into her so she fell down and then the big black dude he started fighting his it looked like what was his girlfriend I'm talking about he was feeding her ass too I mean hitting her heart and then he was just wanting to fight everybody he was like fuck it I'll go to jail and I was well you don't really be on Facebook like that this shit was on Facebook maybe like um a month ago um <clears throat> a big ass fight niggas was like Shit was crazy. This shit was crazy, dog. Um, maybe you can Dang. find a video and watch that shit. But um, yeah, they were uh, they made headlines for fighting at Disneyland. Yeah, uh, I think he said some blood shit too. <clears throat> yeah, it, it, it erupted in Toontown. Um, yeah, and, uh, I'm about to read this shit straight. I said, you hear one of the people in the fight say, "I'm ready to go to jail tonight." Uh, that person seems to also reference a Southern California gang. Uh, just before the fight breaks out, you hear someone in the video talk about disrespecting family. Uh, you see a woman spit on the guy and pink and all hell breaks loose. One of the people charged, uh, 35-year-old Avery Robinson, was hit with five felonies for allegedly beating up his girlfriend. He's charged with domestic battery and assault with a deadly weapon. Uh, and since his kid was in the middle of the fight, along with three other children, he's also been charged with child abuse and endangerment and it doesn't in there disneyland security ordered robinson out of the park and he allegedly tried hitting a disneyland employee with his car and threatened to kill his sister and her husband damn her husband was there and that nigga didn't help his sister i'm talking about bro you got it man we might have to pause it so you can look look for this video because uh yeah it said he faces up to seven years in prison um Yeah, see, in the fight, like, you don't see the security guards, like, take him out. Because they try to, like, handcuff him or whatever, them little security guards they got there. But they don't really do nothing to him. He's like, fuck it, I'll go to jail. He say that shit. And then kind of, like, the video ends. But, um, but yeah, man, it was a big fiasco or whatever. People was talking about, well, you know what I'm saying? On social media, shit only lasts for, like, a week, four days. And then it was something else, you know what I'm saying? So people stopped talking True. about it. But, yeah, this is the fallout, you know what I'm saying? So he probably going to go to jail. Uh, I'm talking about he beat his old lady ass, dog. That shit was shameful. His mama laid out on the damn floor in the middle of tomb time. White people just flabbergasted, just standing there looking. Call the cops. Oh, my God, he's beating her. Yeah, he don't whoop. He whip ass in his house all the time, man. Damn. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, this nigga's going down. But yeah, that's the. Uh, I don't understand how niggas just like want to be out of control and hit a girl like that. That's ridiculous. Not only his girl, he beat up his. He was beating his sister up first, um, and her husband ain't did shit. Like he was, he, yeah, he was beating his sister up first. 
then like somebody like some because I think maybe the girl and the sister was about to fight or something. And then the girlfriend was standing beside the mama, and something happened, and the mama fell. And then that nigga, you you hit my mama. She ain't even hit his mama. Man, he started beating her ass too. That was shit was fucked up. That really what made it real bad. Cause you could tell she was with him. And then he just started beating her ass. And ugh. finally when he started got a hold of her, like some bystanders came and like tried to jump in and, and shit. <clears throat> yeah, that was a fucked up situation. Um, another fucked up situation. <sighs> you know, in uh in America, you know, we got some homeless we got homeless problem in America. Mm-hmm. Now, for some people, the problem is that people don't got no homes. You know, there's people. we got a country that's supposed to be the greatest in the world, and there's so many people that don't have a place to sleep at night. Um, that's the problem for some people. The, uh, uh, for other people, the problem is homeless people make, you know, these areas look bad. Mm-hmm. And so uh, in West Palm Beach, um, they have a, a what they think is going to be a fix for this issue. Or what they feel is the issue, um, they're gonna. Uh, they're hoping that uh, playing Baby Shark over and over um, will keep the homeless people from sleeping on the uh, patio of a city-owned rental banquet facility. Uh, West Palm Beach Parks and Recreation Director Leah Rockwell tells the Palm Beach Post they're trying to discourage people from sleeping outside the glass-walled waterfront lake pavilion. Well, she says rakes in some $240,000 annually from events. Uh, the loop of Baby Shark and Raining Tacos is a temporary fix to keep homeless people off the patio. Uh, Rockwell says the city wants to formalize hours for the facility, which should make trespassing laws easier to enforce. Uh, Elia Champion tells the Post it's wrong to chase people away with music. Um, he says he'll still sleep there, but it's on and on the same songs. Damn, so they really doing this shit, which is fucked up. Uh, it was another city. I think it was like Philly or something. Like, they don't want teenagers to be at a certain place, um, at a certain park or whatever, at certain hours. So they figured out, some some way scientists figured out certain frequencies can only be heard by people like 25 years old and younger. So they put in speakers in this area to play that frequency to basically irritate the teenagers and the people younger than 25 or 24 or something like that to so they won't be in that area. So they just play this frequency all night long Damn. to keep them out. Yeah, it was just fucked up. And then they had like a, um, a like, the, the like, I guess it was like a YouTube clip of like the uh, frequency or whatever. And it was like, if you can hear this, I think it was like people 40 and over can't hear this sound if you under 40. You can hear this sound, or you know, the older you get, the harder it is to hear it. And I played that shit. That shit is aggravating, irritating, dog. Um, but yeah, man, these people don't want you to be in. I don't know. They just don't look out for, you know, the less fortunate people. You know, these homeless motherfuckers. Well, you know, give them a dollar or something, man. It was a, it's a, um, it was a homeless dude in, in uh, in Florence, right? He like used to be at the stoplight. And so this lady mm-hmm. I know, she had just left Wendy's or whatever. You know, she was always see him there. So, you know what I'm saying? You know, that was when the dollar menu was popping. You know, you get the bacon, uh, junior bacon cheeseburger for a dollar. You get the, the chili for a dollar. Everything was a dollar on the dollar menu. That was when the dollar menu was really the dollar menu. You know, so she mm-hmm. had a couple things from the dollar menu, fries or whatever. So she stopped by. She was like, yeah, sir, I don't really got no, um, 
no money. All I got is this chili right here. So she went to get a man the chili. She was like, the dude was like, chili? Uh-uh. <laughs> My doctor say I can't have no chili. <laughs> so, <laughs> so sometimes, man, you know, just get a motherfuckers a sandwich or something, man. Look out for the homeless people. <laughs> that nigga in an uproar, bro. Yeah, nigga, chili. chili. I can't handle. No, my doctor said I can't have no chili. Uh uh-uh. uh. Like, well, damn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bro. shit. Oh, shit. That nigga uh, said his doctor said. My doctor said I can't have no chili. You ever got, you ever, um, had an issue with a homeless person or whatever? I did like yeah, this. Okay. okay. What what happened? It was weird though. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I went to uh I was on the way, it was in Charleston, downtown Charleston. I was walking. I seen a homeless dude sitting there, and I'm preparing to give him a few dollars. Mm-hmm. Right. But it was a couple white people, you know what I'm saying, in front of me. And a, uh, a couple white girls, and she was like, uh, I don't really I don't have any um cash, but I would love to pray with you, say a prayer with you. And the dude was like, shit, but I worship the devil. <laughs> was the right <writer> man? <laughs> Bro, I cleansed my $3 and put it back in my pocket. <laughs> uh, tell me, what the fuck a prayer going to do for him? I'm going to pray that you're going to get some food. Shut your ass up. Oh, I, had, I had a couple instances with some, like, well, I don't know if this one dude was homeless. He was kind of, you know, off his rocker, but you know, I gave him that look, and he he uh, he kind of um, tightened up or whatever. I was at, I was in New York at the bus station one time, but um, it was I you know what I'm saying I used to work on the railroad. It was two instances with homeless people. One of them happened to me. One of them happened to my homeboy. Like um, so it was like you know sometimes you get in the yard when you get to where you're going or whatever in the, in the train yard or whatever you got to put mm-hmm. the brakes on the cars or whatever so. Um, sometimes it's like high up, so you got to climb up on the car and do it or whatever. So we got there. I'm about to get off, so I'm climbing up there. I'm t- putting the handbrake on or whatever on the on the car or whatever. And I smell something. I'm like, what the fuck is that? And it was a chick. She was down there, you know what I'm saying? She's like, excuse me, sir. I was like, damn. I was, I was like, yeah, what up? She was like, um, is this train going to, uh, I think she was trying to get to D.C. or Philly. I was like, nah, this train just came from, uh, up north, just you got to get one that's facing the other way because they are like sneaking ride on the train and the train cars or whatever. But the point that I'm making is, I was like 20 feet in the air, and I could smell her standing on the ground. Like that's how stank she was. Her she was stank as fuck. <laughs> she was like, um, she's like, okay, okay. I was like, yeah, okay, all right. I can't come down with you standing there. Like you ever seen like on cartoons like something be stank a uh, person be stanking something they had like like gr- a green cloud following them and shit I saw yeah. the green funk of that motherfucker she was stank as hell boy ooh she was stank as hell and it was another time my homeboy he was uh um up at at a yard in uh, Virginia Fredericksburg right so he was working in the yard he was walking down the track. <laughs> And uh, it was a, he was like, man, he was a big ass white dude in the train car. And he was like, <laughs> he was like, um, he walked past and saw the dude. He was like, when he saw the dude, he said he just took off running. <laughs> and my homeboy, he was a big dude himself. So he took off running down the track. 
And he started hollering on the radio, hey, hey, it's a motherfucker in here. So he was like, <laughs> when he started running, I guess he was like, the dude must be got scared. And he jumped down out of the train car. But when he jumped down out of the train car, <laughs> he heard him. My homeboy heard him jump out and hit the rocks or whatever. So when he hit the rocks, he thought he was chasing them. <laughs> <laughs> so he started trying to run faster. <laughs> and the engineer saw him. But, but he saw the dude running the other way. But the engineer was fucking with my homeboy. So he was like, Brown, Brown, he running after you. <laughs> Nigga, when they told me that story, dog, but it was like a homeless dude in the car, like, you know what I'm saying, just trying to catch a ride, and he just got on the wrong one that just stayed there, you know what I'm saying, they try to ride the cars from like city to city and shit, but man, he was like, it's a motherfucker in here, I was like, what you did, I was like, hey, my man, we call him Jigga G, I was like, Jigga, what you did, he was like, what the fuck you think I did, I ran, (laughs) he said, that big motherfucker jump out that car, and hit that ground. <laughs> Yo, I was crying laughing, man. Whew. That that two homeless like stories I had, fuck with them, man. Like, I used to see homeless people all the time working that job. Like, they would always like try to get on the like ride the train back and forth, like from DC to like Philly and shit like that. Like Yeah. But yeah, man. Uh but I just try to treat them like, you know. Like if I was in that situation, like I would want to be treated, man. Like just treat them with some respect and all kind of shit. Exactly. They won't fuck with you. And you know, if you black, I'll give you a dollar too. But man, some people be trying to scam, man. Cause you you see me in the parking lot, like yeah, I'm homeless and I I don't have no money and all kind of shit. And then you watch them and they go around the corner and they getting in the damn um, Mercedes or some shit. Right. So yeah, you got to be careful, man. If they ain't stink, I ain't giving them nothing. I'm sorry. You got to be stanking for me to get you some money. <laughs> you got to be stanking. You got to be stanking. Uh, some of them motherfuckers smell like I. <laughs> you, ever, you ever been outside playing <laughs> when you was a kid and you go in the house and your mom would be like, ooh, you smell like the outdoors. <laughs> you got to smell, smell like, like the outdoors. <laughs> you smell like outside. Hey, you outside. <laughs> <laughs> You gotta smell like out those men to get some damn money, nigga. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> oh, shit. My head hurts. Oh. How you gonna smell like outside? And you, you outside. <laughs> that shit. Boy, that's, that damn scent. They be smelling so damn stale. Oh, Ooh. shit. Yeah, man. Oh, shit. But you can't like pass by a homeless dude that smelled like goddamn Givenchy Cologne, bro. For real? Hell yeah. Nigga smell good as hell. Hell yeah. I gave him a dollar anyway. I said, bro, fuck that. <laughs> like, damn, bro, you smell good. Yeah. I can talk but shit. But what it was, it was, you know, them uh, uh, Egyptian homies that be standing outside trying to get people to come in and buy some hand shit or some cologne, perfume, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. They, they uh, you know, gave him a little bit of lotion and sprayed him a little bit. So he smelled like outside you, won't you? You <laughs> <laughs> smell like the outdoors you on shit. Damn. Oh, smell like a COD. <sighs> Cologne over dirt. Um 
when I used to um, drive trucks over the road, like I'll give them like like if you go in like truck stops or whatever, like in the pilots and shit, they have showers uh-huh. and shit in there. So you know what I'm saying? I would like pay for a motherfucker to get a shower. But um oh yeah, um shout out to Bianca too. She she got a non profit when she gives shit out to homeless people like soap and deodorant and socks and what else? Um toothpaste and feminine hygiene products. Um so yeah, you know what I'm saying, you know. I done did shit for the homeless, too. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? We did it in, in Columbia and Charlotte. Uh, we ain't did it in a while, though. We got to get back on that shit, you know. Give back. <sighs> but yeah, man, Florida. What was it? West Palm Beach? Y'all trash for that. Bills. The money y'all spend now. They, baby Sharks should sue them for using their song over and over in public. Yeah, how would y'all feel about that? Um, ooh, here's a story that, you know, we didn't get to, I've been meaning to get to a couple weeks ago. You know, you know, we talking about looking out for the less fortunate or whatever. So, uh, Rice University, they're they're a highly ranked private research university, um, with 3,900 undergraduates in Houston. They announced that, uh, it would offer free tuition scholarships to undergraduates whose family earned $130,000 or less. Um, and students with family incomes of $65,000 or less will receive free tuition plus grants covering the full cost of room, board, and fees. Uh, the, plan, the plan will take effect in the fall of 2019. Uh, in a statement, Rice President David Lebron, his real name is Lebron. Uh, <laughs> Lebron. Yeah, Lebron. <laughs> L-E-E-B-R-O-N. I, I, for real, I thought Lebron was the only Lebron ever, but this nigga name, last name is Lebron. Anyway, uh, he <laughs> said... He said, Yep, yep, that's a real last name. He said, uh, Talent deserves opportunity. Um, Rice has a long history of generous aid to students. It charged no tuition from 1912 when it opened its doors until 1965. A tuition, room, and board are now $61,000 a year for Rice students who receive no aid. Though steep, that price is lower than other highly ranked private schools like the University of Chicago. Which charges seventy five thousand dollars, uh, University of Southern California, which charges seventy two thousand um, dollars. Rice is number twenty eight on Forbes twenty eighteen list of America's top colleges. Uh, Chicago ranked eighteenth and USC thirtieth. Under Rice's new plan, the uh, called the Rice Initiative, students with family incomes between one hundred and thirty and two hundred thousand dollars will receive scholarships covering at least half of their tuition. The new rights grants are need-based. Families with large assets may not qualify. Uh, Rice already has a new, has a, I'm sorry, need-blind admissions policy for domestic students pledging to admit applicants regardless of their ability to pay with the promise that it will meet 100% of their demonstrated need through grants, loans, and campus jobs. Nevertheless, two years ago, it attracted scrutiny from federal lawmakers when it announced a tuition hike of $1,600. Rice has an unusually large endowment with worth $5.5 billion. Damn. And LeBron said in the announcement that strong investment returns help make the new plan possible. Yeah, people don't realize that. Um, I, I didn't know that either until maybe like two or three years ago I was listening to a podcast. And like a lot of these colleges, they take that tuition money and shit and invest that money. So really like a lot of these colleges ain't nothing but like big ass banks. 
Like they get a whole lot of money. They get money from like uh like the sports programs. A lot of these sports programs uh, uh and shit, they have like TV deals. Um so they take all of that money in, them endowments, all of that shit, invest that money, and then they make money and but they still like hike up the tuition. But like this school, he was like, you know, I guess the uh president of this school was like, Man, we got bread, so we're gonna help out, you know what I'm saying, as much people as possible. Which is a good thing. I don't know how, you know, how it's gonna pan out. Um, says the tuition cut comes at a time when many colleges are slashing their sticker prices in response to enrollment declines and the widespread sense that the cost of higher education has risen too quickly. Uh, in the 10 years ending in 2016, the full price American colleges charge for tuition and fees rose 63%. That's crazy. According to the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics, uh, at, the t- at the same time, according to the National Security Clearinghouse, National Student Clearinghouse, which tracks college attendance, since enrollment peaked in 2011, 2.9 million fewer people are going to college. Um, yeah, that's a whole much more statistics and shit. So, uh, shout out to Rice if you live in Texas and you want to make a lot of money, you might get that free tuition. Um, I ain't gonna lie. Tuition is high as hell. Student loans, man. Student loans about to kick my ass too. Jesus. the fuck is going on? I'm sorry, y'all. I'm getting a whole bunch of text messages. Sometimes you get a whole bunch of text messages back to back to back like that. You got to look and make sure ain't nobody got hurt or nothing, man. God damn. Right, right. Yeah. Um. Ooh. Who, who, who's your favorite artist? What do you mean? Like rapper, singer, whatever. Mm, Kendrick Lamar. Mm, so Kendrick Lamar, your favorite. What if something happened to where Kendrick Lamar got you fired from work? Mm, I don't know how that would happen, but if he got me fired, well, I'll I tell still... you how it happened. Because it happened okay. to Jerry Foxhoven. Uh, he's the former director of the state's Department of Human Services. Uh, he was removed days after he sent an email celebrating um, Tupac to forty three hundred employees. Uh, one day last month, Jerry Foxhoven, 66, the director of Iowa's Department of Human Services, sent an email celebrating uh, Tupac Shakur to all, Shakur to all 4,300 agent employees. A few days later, he was ordered to resign. Some of his former employees thought the email was to blame. Uh, but in a phone interview, Mr. Foxhoven uh, said his frequent quoting of Tupac at work uh, detailed in 350 pages of internal emails first obtained by the Associated Press, was simply intended to raise morale at the troubled agency. He did not believe it led to his removal. I think it's a coincidence, Mr. Foxhoven said. Uh, he explained that the Office of Governor Kim Reynolds had requested a meeting with him days before he sent the office-wide email June 14th. In that message, uh, he reminded employees that Father's Day was coming up and it concluded with uh Tupac's birthday, June 16th. He included what he said was an inspirational quote. Um, Pay no mind to those who talk behind your back. It simply means that you are two steps ahead. I guess that was a Tupac quote. Uh, Emails obtained by the AP and later the New York Times show that Mr. Foxhoven, who describes himself as a 66-year-old white guy, often referred to Tupac in messages and even held Tupac Fridays in the office. A birthday party featured cookies decorated with the phrase thug life. 
He also quoted other celebrities in holiday-themed messages. Um, the email showed that many employees responded positively. Uh, oh, my God. Okay. So, <laughs> it's the email. All right. It says, you have already received my email reminding you that this Sunday is Father's Day. I'm sure you are already aware that this Sunday is also Tupac's birthday. Uh, he would be 48 today if he were alive. So, of course, I will celebrate both Father's Day and Tupac's birthday. I hope you all enjoy the day as well. And take time to enjoy one of his songs. Hard to believe he has been gone for almost 23 years. Here's an inspirational quote by him, and I already read that. And it's a picture of uh, Tupac in the email. Uh, he said, one person wrote that, I love your Tupac messages, and the fact that you still send them, uh, despite the haters, makes me appreciate them even more. Um, it says, the next day, he met with Ms. Reynolds, chief of staff, and was told that the governor wanted to take the agency in a different direction, and so he agreed to resign. Um, Ms. Reynolds, a Republican, had praised Mr. Foxhoven as a compassionate, thoughtful leader when she appointed him in June 2017. Damn, he only been working for two years? Um, in June 2017, he had previously worked as a lawyer, professor, and children's rights advocate. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, man, Tupac got that man fired, bro. Damn. Oh, damn, he said he's been a fan of Tupac since the 90s. He's 66-year-old white man. So shout out to, uh, he probably still Republican, Jeff Foxhoven. Jerry Foxhoven, <laughs> I'm sorry. I still say Tupac got that man fired. <sighs> I guess we're getting some other crazy-ass stories. This is one that was from last week we didn't get into. Um... Authorities say a Florida man held his wife's lover at gunpoint and cut off the man's penis before fleeing with the flailing appendage. A news outlet, what? yeah, she cut he cut his dick off and left with it. A news outlets report: forty-nine-year-old Alex Bonilla was arrested hours later on charges including aggravated assault. The Gilchrist County Sheriff's Office released a statement Tuesday that said Bonilla broke into his neighbor's home Sunday. Tied the neighbor up and mutilated his genitals with scissors. God damn! What the fuck? Deputies say the victim told the victim told authorities. Nigga, how would you be able to speak? Somebody cut your dick off with scissors. Uh, he told told authorities that uh, he then took the severed penis and fled across the street to his own house. Damn, his wife wilding. Deputies say the motor still is is under vet. Investigation, though an arrest report says Benia caught his wife and the victim having sex in May. Damn, the victim was hospitalized. Oof. I mean, I ain't gonna say he was right in what he did, but I understand. Um, damn, damn, damn! Like, yeah. cut your whole dick off, right? With, a, with scissors too. Yeah. Like don't can't that can't that bitch get the like life penalty or some shit like that? Nope. At least twenty five years. I mean, they, he might get off crime of passion. Caught caught that man cheating with his wife and in the neighbor across the street neighbor. Damn. He fucked around and came home from work early one day. And caught that man like down Miss Parker, like Mr. Parker caught Miss Parker. 
Yeah. That damn preacher, your boy Bernie. Goddamn devil. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of the devil, white devils. Um, it was a story on Facebook. Wow, damn, you don't be on Facebook like that. But it was um, uh, you know Emmett Till. You know what I'm saying? He was a uh, slain, um, down in Mississippi, and they had a uh, like a um memorial for him. You know, like how they have them historic memorial sites or whatever, and they have like the signs or whatever. So it was a mm-hmm. um, a, a historic memorial site um, placed in the spot where his body was found um, back in 1955, and it was a um, picture that these three college students posted holding guns, standing in front of the sign, and the sign was shot up. Um, and so. I don't know if them boys got kicked out of school. I know they got like kicked out of their fraternity or put on probation with their fraternity or whatever. There's some white dudes or whatever. Um, but now, uh, yeah, this this sign had like a whole bunch of bullet holes in it. Like they keep having to damn um, remove the sign and replace it and fix it and shit because people just keep shooting the sign. Like y'all know the story of Emmett Till. He was like a 14 year old boy, a 13 year old boy. Mm. They got. Murdered by a whole bunch of grown ass white men for allegedly whistling at a um white woman who later came out and said she lied. You know what I'm saying? That that she lied about it. So they murdered this boy and they got a, a sign commemorating where his body was found and all y'all wanna do is shoot the sign up. So these these uh white boys, they uh you know what I'm saying, got in trouble or whatever. Now they're finally making the sign um, bulletproof. So, uh, thank you. I guess shout out to that. But you know, this was a big moment in the civil rights movement. But I guess shout out to that. But how fucking racist can you be? That to shoot, yeah, to shoot up the sign like of some horrible shit that happened like that. But, shit, uh, and that just goes back to one of the greatest of all times, like we talked about earlier. Dave Chappelle, he set the punchline out again. You know what I'm saying? He did. Hold up. What did he say about that? When he talked about, uh, this is at the end of his set, and he was talking about, many years ago, he was talking about the Emmett Till and the lady on her deathbed, you know what I'm saying, said that she lied about it and Uh all this shit and basically apologized. And Dave Chappelle said if he was there, he was like, he would thank her, you know what I'm saying, for finally telling the truth and knowing that it was eating you up for all these years. I would thank you. And then I kick her in the pussy. <laughs> <laughs> I, forgot I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, I remember him saying some shit like the mama was so strong because she wanted to uh show mm-hmm. show the um open casket. Open casket or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> so get out some uh horrible news. Um did you hear about the uh Equifax breach? And that people getting money from it or whatever, like it was a settlement that they got to pay out. Did you hear about that? I heard about it, and it was like you got to enter your stuff. But I'd be real leery about entering my social security and all that shit online because there's so many scams going on, bro. Well, I mean, it's not a scam. They really got to pay. But um, the most people will be be getting is one hundred and twenty-five dollars, but. If everybody filled out the shit, the most you'll probably get is like thirty one cent. 
no, 21 cent. If every single one of the um, 147 million people affected signed up. Um, because the uh, settlement amount was $425 million. But the only money that's supposed to go out as far as paying people was $31 million that was set aside for those $125 cash payments. Um, the rest of the shit is for uh, free credit monitoring, reimbursements, or if you can really prove that you, you, you suffered identity theft. But if your name was just got hacked or whatever and ain't nothing really happened to you, you can get the 125 but if everybody signed up, you'll only get like 21 cents. 21, 21. Um, 21, 21. Yeah, so. But sign up, y'all. Get all that money, man. Don't let that money sit. Don't let that money sit. <sighs> let me see what else happened in the news this week. I'm trying to get all these articles out. So, uh, this is some fucked up shit. You know, we always do stories about living while black. Um, it was a black couple, you know. You ever, you heard, you know, you had Angry Orchard before, right? Yeah, yeah. Some it good was, stuff. Yeah, so they were at, um, Angry Orchard, I guess the Orchard or whatever, um, up in New York. And it was this guy's birthday. It was him and his girlfriend. Uh, it was his birthday. And he was going to propose to her on his birthday. But as he was about to propose, some of the security guards on duty came and was like, um, yeah, we got y'all on tape. One of y'all stole his shirt. Um, we need to search you to see if you got the shirt. So they searched him or whatever. They didn't have the shirt, so he was like, yeah, so I'm going to go back to proposing. Like, yeah, we saw, you know, you know, it's a misunderstanding or whatever. Right as he was um, about to propose again, it was like, yeah, somebody said they saw you putting it in your girlfriend's bag, so we got to check her bag or whatever, you know. So they walk off again, and because they didn't find anything in the bag. So they came back again, and when after he finally got to propose, and uh, six of their friends were there. At the brewery with them or whatever. Um, so when they noticed that it was more people with them, they came back again and was like, yeah, y'all probably handed it off to one of these people. So they uh, they um, searched all of their friends' stuff too. Um, and, but they were like, yeah, we, we don't have a need to steal your $28 shirt. Like, You know what I'm saying? Like, why would you keep coming? You know, it's the third time y'all came or whatever. So uh, finally, instead of them being like, you know, getting belligerent or whatever, they just, you know, left the uh, Angry Orchard Brewery or whatever. Um, and I just heard, yeah, I think it was Thursday I heard that they fired the manager for um, fucking with the people so much. Like, like, you can't even, like, you know they proposing. Like, you got you, you've been watching them the whole time. You know he proposing, but you come fuck with these people all of this time. Um, I'm going to punch that nigga in the face. Yeah, well, it was a woman. <laughs> I mean, well, shit. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like six security guards. Like they threatened to call the police on them and all of that. Walked them out to the car. And they took a picture of them, and when they took the picture, like they was waving, smiling and waving at them or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like just fucking with them. And I was like, damn, we're gonna have to cancel Angry Orchard, but Angry Orchard fired them motherfuckers quick. So yeah, shout out to them. Um, another shout out to Meek Mill. He dropped a. Uh, he signed a. Uh, Deal for the launch Dream Chasers record label. Partnering with Jay Z Jigger. Yeah. Yo, nigga. I wonder if is Meek still with uh Maybach music then? Mm. Yeah. 
maybe just affiliated at this point. Yeah. I want to, well, that be all up under, but damn, that's a big move. That's a real big move. So shout out to me. <sighs> He'll be yelling on some more music. Um, <laughs> oh, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, let's see what else happened this week. I don't know if you heard about this. I heard about this on the Breakfast Club, too. Um, there's some weird shit. Buckets of body parts, a cooler filled with male genitalia, and a woman's head sewn onto a male torso like Frankenstein were found by FBI agents during a raid on an Arizona body donation center, uh, a new lawsuit reveals. Uh, the stomach-churning scene was discovered by FBI agents at the now-shuttered Biological Resource Center in 2014 as part of a multi-state investigation into the illegal trafficking and sale of human body parts. Details of the grim find revealed in a lawsuit filed against the center this week by 33 defendants whose loved ones' bodies were donated to the facility under the guise they would be used for scientific purposes. Uh, agents also found infected heads, a small woman's head sewn onto a large male torso and hanging on a wall like Frankenstein and body parts stacked on top of one another with no identification tags. Damn. Um, says a biological resource center specialized in the free pickup of deceased loved ones for families in exchange for their bodies to be used for scientific research. Instead, the company sold body parts to various middlemen for profit. Um, a 2013 price list included in the civil court uh, filing indicates a whole boy with no shoulders or head can be purchased for 2900 while a whole spine retail for nine fifty. Damn. I just need like a part of spine. I probably got about four, five hundred. I can get like some vertebrae or something. Cause my back be killing me. Um in twenty fifteen. Um Gore, I guess he was the the head of it, tearfully pleaded guilty to conducting an illegal business after accusations he used body parts in ways that donors had not permitted. Uh, he was sentenced to one year of deferred jail time. Four years of probation and was ordered to pay $121,000 in restitution. Uh, plaintiffs say the deceased loved ones were not treated with respect and claimed they were misled by the company into believing that, of course, they were misled their, uh, into believing their, comp- their bodies would be used for disease research and organ donation. Um, in 2017, Arizona passed a law that said body donation companies are not allowed to operate without a license, but it has yet. To be implemented. What? That don't make no fucking sense. What? Two years and it still ain't implemented that law? But yeah, it was a crazy shit, man. Why you walk into a place and you see a woman head sewn on a big ass dude body? What if it was a white lady head on a black man body? Mm-mm. Body parts all over them. This right here make you think that damn um, body harvesting, sh- I mean uh, uh, organ harvesting st- shit be real. Like they be killing people and then taking their um, organs. Like that boy in uh in Atlanta. You remember that story? It was a boy, he was rolled up in a um in a, in a, like a wrestling mat up under the um bleachers. Oh yeah. And they got yeah. him and he was stuffed full of newspaper and shit. Mm-hmm. High school student, yeah, that was fucked up. <sighs> yeah. So B Mac. Uh this Yo. next story uh might make you feel kinda bad. Cause I know I read this story made me feel bad about my uh, life. What were you doing? When you was fourteen years old. 
14 years old, I was trying to be the next Usher, man. Trying to be the next Usher? Yeah. Mm. Well, this 14-year-old, Sydney Wilson, uh, she's going to be going to Spelman College, 14. She's going to be a freshman in college. Um, she was accepted to be a member of the class of 2023 at uh, the Atlantic at Atlanta Historically Black College and University, making her the youngest student ever. Um, she's a graduate of the Wilson Academy in Lithonia. I think I said it right. Is it Lithonia or Lithonia? Lithonia. A year-round school that focuses on critical thinking skills, financial literacy, and STEM. The school shared the news of her acceptance, cheering her on. Shout out to her, man. 14 years old and going to college. Shout out to her, man. When she 18, bro, she going to have a college degree. She might even get it before then, yo. She might. Damn, she planning on majoring in biology. She going to be a doctor at like 25. Getting money. Yep. Uh, paying student loans. She might not even have no student loans. They'll probably damn give her scholarships and shit, man. So shout out to her, man. Shout out to her. I feel bad. At 14. I would feel worse. I would feel worse if it was a 14-year-old black boy. She's a 14-year-old black girl. Yeah, but I'm just saying, I, I would feel worse if it was a 14-year-old black boy. Why? Because it's a boy. Okay. Nothing against the girl, nothing against her. Like, shout out to her. Go get that shit. You know what I'm saying? But I'm saying I I don't feel bad. You know what I'm saying? That's what oh. I like to it. I feel. But I would feel worse if it was a, you know what I'm saying, a little black boy. You you was a little black boy doing what you had to do, or doing what you wanted to do. He a little black boy getting that damn education, man. Yeah. And we would be in class calling that nigga a nerd. You ain't getting no pussy. You, you think you was gonna be in class with a, a 14 year old boy who going to college next year? A thir- I'm just saying. Matter of fact, he was he was 13, so you wouldn't have had no classes with him. So he he's skipping all high school all the way and going to um No, I mean I would see him in down at, in the neighborhood or some shit. I'm like, yo, what's up with you, B? You wouldn't even you know like saying? you wouldn't even know like what he had going on. I remember I was in I was in the, the ninth grade. I had classes with like some juniors and seniors sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Like they had a look on their face like, damn, why am I here with this freshman? Right, but you should have paid attention earlier. So now you got Spanish class with a <laughs> a fourteen year old. Shout out to AP English. Hell yeah. Um, but yeah, when I was fourteen, <laughs> I spent my summers babysitting. <laughs> the fuck? Hell yeah, man! My little cousin, man, he was like five or six. So hell no. Yeah, his mama ain't wanted to pay. Uh, so during the week. Bring about a house. He just sit around the house, watch cartoons all day, go outside, play basketball. Till his mom get off work, and that was it. Make him take a nap or whatever. That was it. But uh, yeah, man. Shout out to uh, Sydney Wilson. Shout out to Sydney Wilson, man. Did I say her name right? Yeah, Sydney Wilson. Shout out to her. Oh <sighs> man, man, I'm so tired, y'all. I am so tired. <laughs> For real, man. I was drinking so much last night. 
I was drinking last night too, man. I had me a few shots. Bartender gave me an extra shot, and I was drinking me some Jameson and ginger. Oh, you fancy now, huh? You know what I'm saying? I was drinking me some Jameson and ginger. Do they call that an old fashioned? What is an old fashioned? I believe so. I forgot. I believe they call it a. I'm, I, it's hitting me, man. Like that look. Number one, no. I'm just saying, like it's hitting me. Like life is hitting me. It's like I'm about to be married. Oh. And then right after that, I'm gonna be thirty, bro. Damn, nigga, you getting old, bro. <laughs> that shit hitting me, bro. You like a freight train. Married old man. One thing though, you gotta do. You can't. You can't like do shit like niggas older than you do. You gotta always do shit niggas your age do or younger. Like me, I'm trying to find me some jeans with the knees bust out. (laughs) 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 Bro, I cannot see be easy. Walk around showing his knees, bro. Knees, nigga had shorts on yesterday. What are you talking about? So I'm talking about out the jeans. You ain't though. you. So you don't got a pair of jeans with the knees bust out. I don't, bro. You don't got none with uh with them scratch out of nothing. I got a few with some scratches, but it's What's like it still got the like the I guess like a something sewn in, so it ain't no skin showing. Yeah, I need some of them. That yeah, them shits look very fashion forward. You know what I'm saying? I think I need to do that. I think you're right, easy. You know what I'm saying? You got to stay with the times. You know what I'm saying? You got to keep all that. You know what I'm saying? Because some people, like, you can look at some dudes and know when was their era. Like, okay, that's when that nigga was popping in the early 2000s. Niggas still wearing baggy jeans, big-ass T-shirts. You know that's when he felt the most (laughs) comfortable. You got to always evolve. You can't wear yeah. your jeans like that no more. Your jeans can't be that big no more. That suit you got on is too big. Shit, you gotta get your shit tailored. <laughs> get your shit to fit. That shit don't. It ain't, you look like Carmelo Anthony when he got drafted in 20, 20, 2003. How big right. your suit is? You know what I'm saying? Like you gotta get your shit to fit a certain way now. You know what I'm saying? You can't follow all the trends, but at a certain point you gotta like realize that. Them big ass jeans is just not it, you know what I'm saying? Like, you just gotta, you just gotta move along, man. That'll keep you, keep you uh, feeling younger. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Listen to some younger music. You can't be like, damn, all this shit horrible. All I'ma do is listen to Nas and Mob Deep all the time. No. You gotta listen to some Lil Uzi verse. Listen to some Lil Uzi, some Kodak or something. The baby. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Listen to some NBA Young Boy. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And keep you feeling young, keep you connected. Holler at some of your younger cousins and nephews and see what they talking about. Listen, learn their slang. You can't be calling people cat daddy out here. <laughs> <What's> wrong with you? <laughs> you can't do what that. What up, young jit? What up, you, know young, what yeah. you can't say that shit. They say they still say jit, ain't it? Yeah. The Florida boys, ain't it? Ain't yeah. that a Florida shit, yeah. Uh, but yeah, man. So you getting older, but you know, you 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 might be older in age, but you ain't got to like don't like I got a homeboy. Me, we graduated together. This nigga be wearing Kangos and Oh hell no linen suits, <laughs> listening to that hole in the wall song and candy liquor and not nigga, no. I don't wanna hear that shit. He he cool that my dog now, he cool as hell, but um 
Yeah, he probably all the songs he listening to, the beat probably go like boom, 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 that damn that's that, that bass and that snare. Every song he <laughs> yeah. listens to got a bass and a snare and a guitar. And every now and then it hits you with doom, 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 doom. Yeah. <laughs> every now and then. Yeah, but uh shout out to you getting old, my nigga. Damn man, this shit hitting me, bro. Like now you gotta embrace my... it. You gotta embrace the fame, embrace the debate. You gotta embrace it, dog. My youth is gone, man. You ain't good. Nope. Like... Don't say that. As soon as you start saying that shit, you're gonna start acting it. Yeah, you gotta you're embrace right. it. Hell yeah. You see, nigga, look at a nigga like Jay Z. That nigga fought like 47 or some shit. That nigga started growing dreads. Yeah. Yeah, you can't tell that nigga he ain't popping. You better embrace that He's shit. He's also Jay Z with money. So what? You're he right. still he still right. gotta do extra shit like he gotta do extra shit to, to kind of look as youthful as he can. Like them niggas stop eating meat and shit. <laughs> you gotta do I, shit. I gotta, I gotta get a mohawk with like some blind tips. I gotta put some blind in my head. Do some Odell Beckham type shit, you know? Yeah. yeah. I gotta cut the beard off, man. If you want to, that's on you. Make sure you clear that with your old lady. <laughs> <laughs> I had to take a job one time where I ain't had no beard or whatever. This chick I was, you know what I'm saying, dealing with or whatever. I went to her house like, like where your beard at? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, man, I had to cut it for this job. She was like, whew, you like a little boy. You need that beard back. You need to go back and get your old job. <laughs> yeah, it hurt me, hurt me, hurt me to the core. Cause like niggas like us easy like especially cause I see it's the same way with you. Not saying that I look at you like that. That's pause. But you get you get what I'm saying. Like you know how some people look at you, especially like older women. They'll be like, "You still got your baby look. Like you still got your baby face." Oh and yeah, shit like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So especially like niggas like us, if we cut our facial hair, we yeah. we seventeen, sixteen, fifteen again. Yeah, I'll be about like twenty two. So, man, somebody was like, <laughs> when I cut that shit, man, this dude was like. God damn, B, you look like you was in the military or something. You need to grow that shit back. <laughs> and at first, I just had a mustache. My nigga was like, nigga, you like a pedophile, yo. Like, Oh, hell no. Yeah, I just had, I had to cut that whole shit off, man. But yeah. Um, yeah, man, let's get up out of here, bro. Um, Hold I, up. One up? last thing. I remember, mm-hmm. like, when I first started, when I had, like, hair on my chin, like, I had a little goatee or whatever and I always always had the uh some chin hair and I had a mustache, a thin mustache, but a mustache nonetheless. Mm-hmm. When so, you were like sixteen yeah, or something? Yeah, yeah, about seventeen when I first started, you know, linking around with uh with uh Dwayne. Uh-huh. So and I realized like because even before that everybody used to be like, man, you look like you look like you look like you know DJ Blade. You know DJ Blade. Y'all brother and all this <laughs> shit like Everybody always said that. So the funny thing was when me and Blaze first met, the first thing this nigga walked up to me and said was, So you nigga everybody say look like me. We just laugh and shit. Even right now to this day, I will go to the club. If I go to the club with my real brother, baby Matt, they'll they'll let me in like security be, oh yeah, that Blaze brother, that Blaze brother, he good, he good. My brother come walking behind me. 
oh no, we gotta pat you down. <laughs> we gotta pat you down, Playboy. But you know what but, though? You 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 kind of look more like uh O'Brien though. Yeah, He's now like, yeah. now I'm seeing that. But like when I was younger, back to what I was saying as far as like the uh I had you know how Blaze always he he wouldn't rock the mustache. He'll cut his mustache off and he'll oh, have just look. the chin hair. Yeah. So I tried that shit. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 16, 17. I cut the shit off right there, uh, lip and shit. And I just had the uh the, the chin hair and shit. I was like, hmm, I don't know. This ain't me. <laughs> this ain't me. This ain't me. But my mom, my mom liked it. I was like, I don't, I don't know. I don't feel it. I don't feel it. But yeah. Just a little quick segue story. Yeah, don't, shit. don't cut your beard off. Unless your nah, wife, I can't. Unless your wife wants you to. Yeah. I was thinking about if I should have the beard for the wedding. Or just, cut it off. Just know them pictures going to last forever. You right. Pictures going to last forever. So you got to... Uh, so it probably would be best to keep the beard and then when I'm older and look back at the picture after I done cut the beard off. Like, oh yeah, I look younger than I did back then. Mm-hmm. That what a lot of old niggas do. They cut all their facial hair off when they get old. My dad did that. Yeah. He cut his he cut all the shit off. Especially if he gets some gray yeah, in that motherfucker. Yeah, he cut his uh he cut his beard off. He just keep the uh like the goatee look. Oh yeah. No, I'm talking about them niggas yeah. go bald face though. Oh nah, nah, nah. Yeah, some niggas go bald face. I couldn't do that. Nah, me either. Especially like my the, my the way I think is if my if I lose my hair on my head, bro, I would have to like keep a beard, bro. That's mandatory. You can't be a bald headed nigga with no beard. You the feds. <sighs> I'm trying to think of a bald headed nigga with no beard. LL Cool J. LL on got JB. No- JB Smooth. <laughs> oh yeah, J- JB got a little uh, got the chin though. Yeah, a little bit. Sometimes he cut it off, depending on what movie he in. Yeah, he was in that. Um, didn't you say you saw that Spider Man jump? Yeah, he was in Spider Man. Yeah, he he another comedian. He in my like top um stand up jumps, but he like. One of my favorite people to watch when he be on a show. Yeah, yeah, I like JB Smooth a lot. Yeah, he was funny as hell, honestly. And uh, you know, Kevin Hart little spinoff, little uh, parody of Real Husbands of Hollywood. Oh, he had another show like that. No, he was he was he actually had that show. My bad, I didn't mean to say parody, but um, the Real Husbands of Hollywood. Oh, JB I got was you. In that shit. Yeah, JB was a fool in that shit, man. Yeah, I never, I never got into that show. Um, it's funny. You gotta watch it, like especially going back now and looking at it. That shit funny. Yeah, I um, I might have to do that. Uh, but yeah, y'all. Uh, we here. Well, we about to be gone. I don't got no uh unpopular opinions. I had one. Well, I got one. It, it's uh based on this story. Um, and the story is about uh, this lady. She's the first black woman 
to complete neuro neurosurgery residency at Baylor College of Medicine. Um, and it's, mm. you know, shout out to her. Her name is uh, Vanita Simpson. Um, and the program began in 1956. And she's the first black person to, well, first black woman to complete the neurosurgery residency. But. Damn, what fucking year is this? Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. But like, look at all of these qualifications. It's just at Baylor College of Medicine. And it ain't like she the first, like, doctor to go through the school. She just a neurosurgery residency that completed her neurosurgery residency. So it ain't like she the first one in the whole, like, it kind of like when you watching uh, football or whatever, or basketball, and be like, yeah, this is the <laughs> made-up stats. Yeah, this the, first, the most points scored on a Tuesday uh, during met, uh, Mercury retrograde and all kind of shit like that. Like, it seemed like one of them shits. Like, damn. I mean, she dope. She did some dope shit. But goddamn, like. ESPN is the the goat at making up some fucking yeah. shit. I mean, she, yeah, she, she, she probably going to be like that little girl we talked about earlier. The little girl yeah. probably going to be like her. Because, you know what I'm saying? So she had 4.0 and all kind of shit like this. Um. Went to Florida State and all kind of stuff, um, but uh, yeah, all of these damn qualifications. Yeah, just show, shout just out show. to that black woman. Yeah, shout out to her. I wonder how old she is. She got a big ass, you know, pretty smile, brown skin. She gonna be uh, doing neurosurgery in the Navy, so she got them bennies. What? She, she got big titties? No, I said she got them bennies. Benefits. Benefits. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah, she headed to Portsmouth. I need to go to Portsmouth. I know she probably drank. Um, <laughs> Try to catch at the bar. Try to catch at the bar. <laughs> Had me a linen suit on and a Kango hat. Ooh. Pulling up listening to old Frankie Beverly. Uh-huh. Like, uh-uh. I don't like, nah, I don't like the Beyonce version. <laughs> they said right here. Smell it like Stetson. Stetson. Ooh. That same homeboy. He talking about, um, he was like, yeah, man. He was like, you got some colonial cars? I was like, nah, man. I left my shit at the crib, dog. He's like, damn. I left my damn Stetson at home. I just got it, man. <laughs> I was like, what? That nigga love that Bro, I promise you, dog. <laughs> I was like, yo, nigga, you ain't that old. Like, He can at least upgrade the curve. Damn. What's up, man? He was like, yeah, I usually use body oils, but I was in Walgreens and I had got that damn Stetson. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. Yo, yo, oh shit. Matter of oh. fact, remember, remember that last time I said I was drinking? I had got drunk. That was like a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah, that was that night. Yeah. Yeah, that was that night. Yeah. Shout out to the homie, though. I ain't going to say his name. If you know me <laughs> and you from around this area, you know the homie I'm talking about, though. He had a white uh, linen suit on, a white-ass gold, and them damn white, um, damn white uh, driving shoes and them white loafers. Man, you couldn't tell that nigga nothing. That shit was big, too. Um, I don't know how I got into that. Oh, yeah. We was talking about something. Oh, yeah, me hollering at that damn lady. Who yeah. First... Neurosurgeon. How could you pull a lady like that? Huh? How could you pull a uh a, a well established 
wise black woman. I mean, you just got to be yourself. If she like it, she like it. Shit, her dude might be a damn... Next door, boy. Nah, work at a plant or something. You don't know. I mean, you got to have something. When I say have something, like, I ain't talking about money, because it don't always be money. You got to have some powers. Yeah. Like, sometimes, especially like these corporate women or whatever, they, like, go to a job, and, like, all of them dudes be, like, kind of corny. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, Like, like yeah, they they don't know how to talk. You know what I'm saying? A lot of these, especially these black women, man, they be like real cool and shit. Like they be wanting to be in the cool shit. They be listening to their Beyonce and Rihanna and shit. They don't want to go and be around no damn corny ass dudes. They them corny ass jokes all the time or don't know how to talk to them. Like, you know, get with a a cool ass dude. Now, you you know, have them have their head gone, boy. Find some flowers and all kind of shit. They like that shit, boy. Yeah. But they they be making that money though. <laughs> so you got to you got to convince them that, that huh? Clothes on fast. They put their clothes on fast. I got to get up in the morning. Yep. Yeah. Mhm. I wouldn't know about that, but I'm just going based on TV shows. Yeah, and movies yeah, that yeah, yeah. Get it right. Um, put their clothes on fast, nigga. You put your clothes on fast. Get out my house, nigga. I gotta go to the <laughs> Yes, no, she ain't come, no, I'm not coming to your apartment. Now we could be at my four bedroom house, and don't park on my grass. Um, and turn your music down when you're in my neighborhood. My neighbors don't like your nigger music, you know that type of shit. Because you know when she, you pull up in the driveway and turn the lights off. Yeah. Or um, text me when you're in my neighborhood, and I'll open the garage. And you could park your car in my garage. Oh no, she'll text you the she'll text you the number at the gate. At the gate code. Ooh, ooh, that gate code. Mm-hmm. Remember them gate Or code she'll leave your name at the front, at the front where they got that lady they got have your name on the list that lets you in. Yeah, that same lady that wouldn't let T.I. in his damn shit. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah. She look good though. You know what I'm saying? She, she probably married by now though. Anyway, she, she probably ain't married. Just too damn busy. She probably frizzy. Yeah, man. She be ready to grip and hug. Mm-hmm. They ain't probably Hit scrubbing. the core. Hit the core. She don't probably oh, she the coffee dude. She fucking the coffee dude, the barista. Probably so. Damn, it says she's a, a lieutenant commander in the Navy. I don't know what that is, but it sounds high up. Yeah. She fucking the bartender then. Probably so. Probably nigga that work yeah, work at the bar. Mm-hmm. Probably work at them one of them bars that be open every day though. Yeah. Yeah. So he get a little bread, but he ain't no neurosurgeon. He low key jealous of him. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and he take it out on her every time he hit that pussy. Fuck you, bitch. Yeah. And meanwhile, she loving that shit, she but she don't it. know where the motivation come from. Yep. She like, I don't know what got into this nigga, but he is cracking my back. To the core. <laughs> that thing to the core. It's love. Man, meanwhile, this nigga in his head like, fuck this goddamn uppity bitch. I'm going to show you what it is. Yeah, he 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 despises her. Yeah, he do. They're going to break up in a year or two, and she's going to just be with a square ass nigga. 
Yeah. Somebody, another nigga in the Navy. <clears throat> that got damn blue pills and damn mirror captain. Yeah, yeah. He can still have a squirt in the fart now. Anyway, <laughs> give me social media, P Mac. <laughs> so we can get the hell up out of here. <clears throat> so it's uh, Martez LVE on Instagram. That's M A R T E Z L V E on Instagram. Yeah, you can hit me up at uh, BP McCoot on Instagram. Man, I can't talk for shit today. Uh, and also hit up um, hit up our uh, sponsor today, Queens Crown Beauty Essentials. And I'll put, that, I'll put a link to that uh, website in the uh, in the show notes so you can click on there and get your beauty supplies and all that kind of shit. Uh, so, yeah, that's my unpopular opinion. Y'all got that. So if you got an unpopular opinion, you know, hit us up, djbladeshow at gmail.com. Or uh, call us, 404-436-2370. And go to uh, tpublic.com and uh, search for DJ Blaze Show. Get all your DJ Blaze Show merch, you know what I'm saying? We got T-shirts in there. Got some babies being born, you know, from the listeners. So, you know what I'm saying? Uh, get your babies some shit. Get your kids some shit. If you do, get your old lady some shit in all the colors. Cell phone cases and shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, all of that. All of that. Stickers and such. Yeah, man. Uh, thank y'all for listening. We'll be back next week. I don't know what happened to Courtney. She was supposed to come oh. in. Yeah, she's probably she gripping her. Right now. Nah, she busy with her uh, sister. She said she told me she was keeping her um, her sister and her friends another week. So uh, yeah, they got the kids, and you know her and Brittany always doing some shit. Yeah, yeah. so they living it. They getting the best out of life now. They yeah. work, but goddamn it, on the weekends. They ain't sitting around no goddamn house now. They gonna be out somewhere doing some shit now. Hey, free shit or shit you gotta pay for. They not sitting in no damn house. That why she ain't. That why she ain't got no damn cable. If I ain't had cable, I get the fuck about the house too. Shit. <laughs> shit. What she got? Uh, what she call that shit? Follow. She got that follow. Yeah, she can watch whatever she want when she want to. Right. Yeah, she get the fuck about the house on the weekend. I can hear her now. Where we going this weekend, goddamn? We going to damn Albany, New York, or some damn way. Let's go to fucking Canada. <laughs> but we not sitting up in this damn house. Uh-uh. <laughs> be easy, better hurry up and call me, because we won't be on the show this week if he fuck around and wait too late, goddamn. Because, <laughs> shit, we going some way, shit. <laughs> goddamn. Hell yeah, every weekend, season, sit your ass. Y'all sit down some way. I was going somewhere. I they be gone all the time. At a concert, or eating some damn sushi some damn way. Eating some goddamn sushi, drinking goddamn tequila. Uh huh. They're always having fun at a parade or something. I'm jealous. Sat down somewhere. Sat down somewhere. That's the lesbian life. Y'all, shit. Y'all want to have fun? These niggas ain't doing shit. You better go get you a lesbian, goddamn women. They know how to treat you. <laughs> they know how to treat you right, goddamn. From what I see, anyway. Shit, they be doing shit. <laughs> niggas just niggas just <laughs> shit. I just want to chill in the house. Shit, shit. Let's watch Orange is the New Black. <laughs> Order some takeout, goddamn Grubhub something. Uh uh-uh. uh. Not Courtney. Courtney take you. Courtney ass going some damn way. Her and Brittany. Y'all follow Courtney. Uh, Love curls underscore. I see what I'm talking about. They doing something now. They probably they doing do. something right, goddamn now. Right, right, damn, damn now, shit. They eating something. 
going somewhere, dress alike. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See why I'm, I'm always here every goddamn weekend. Me too. Girl, Nigga, I, I don't never do shit. I ain't shit. I, I got to that motherfucking thing I went to so damn early. I was the first one there. I left last, too. Nigga, <laughs> <laughs> I played all the games. Yeah. Played cards. Drunk. Ate, I ate three times yesterday at that shit. Damn. <laughs> Hell yeah, nigga. I had shit to do. That nigga had a ball at that Hell bitch. yeah, nigga. Hell yeah. But yeah, shout out to Courtney, man. Yeah, we, yeah. We, we we need you on the show, Courtney. Now, goddamn, now your contract coming up. Now you need an extension. I ain't lying. Yeah, contract yeah. extension. But nah, I'm just fucking with you. But yeah, yeah. we thank y'all for listening. Uh, it's your boy, Be Easy. Europe, it's B Mac, and we out.